You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Thursday, March the 3rd, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. A suspected stabbing attack near Jerusalem, an Israeli man in his 40s, arrived at the Chizmet checkpoint, suffering from moderate stab injuries. He was evacuated to Sharay Tzedek Hospital in Jerusalem. IDF forces launched searches for the suspected perpetrator. This was the second such incident in a day. Yesterday, an Israeli citizen arrived at the checkpoint with stab wounds to his upper body and claimed he was attacked in the Palestinian village. A con reporter says that according to the initial inquiry, the Israeli entered a shop in the village and was attacked from behind, apparently in a terror-motivated incident. The war in Ukraine. The Russian military is reported to be encircling the Ukrainian city of Mariupol in the south. The mayor of the capital city of Kiev says the situation is difficult but under control. He said there were no casualties overnight and that blasts that were heard in the city were Ukrainian interceptions of Russian rockets. British intelligence, meanwhile, reported that a Russian military convoy advancing toward the capital has been moving very slowly over the past three days. In the northeast city of Kharkiv, a Ukrainian member of the Organization for Security and Cooperation in Europe's monitoring mission was killed in a bombing while collecting supplies for her family, the international body said last night. Last night, the mayor of Kherson in the south of the country said that the city had been taken over by the Russian military and its soldiers entered the government building. He urged Russian troops not to shoot civilians and he called on residents not to gather in groups of more than two. The U.N. Refugee Agency says that since the start of the Russian incursion of Ukraine eight days ago, more than one million refugees have fled the country, and that wave is increasing. The Ukrainian Defense Ministry claims that since the start of fighting, Ukrainian forces killed some 9,000 Russian troops and destroyed 217 tanks. Meanwhile, the Russian Defense Ministry last night gave its first official accounting of casualties in the war in Ukraine and said that 498 Russian soldiers had been killed and more than 1,500 wounded. It also said that more than 2,800 Ukrainian troops had died in the fighting. French President Emmanuel Macron held separate phone conversations today with Russian President Vladimir Putin and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. Meanwhile, in more sanctions action, Russian and Belarusian athletes will not be allowed to participate in the upcoming Paralympic Games. The Formula One car race announced that it is canceling its contract with Russia. And the Swedish retailer IKEA announced that it will close its stores in Russia in response to Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. The United States ambassador to Israel, Thomas Nides, has thanked Israel, whom it, he said persuaded other countries to participate in the overwhelming majority that condemned Russia's invasion of Ukraine in the UN General Assembly earlier this week. Diplomacy matters, he wrote on Twitter. The final tally of the vote on the resolution entitled Aggression Against Ukraine was 141 in favor, five against, with 35 abstentions. Syria and North Korea were among those opposing the motion. 
Meanwhile, in Washington, in a show of vast bipartisan support, the U.S. House of Representatives overwhelmingly passed a motion declaring America's support for Ukraine amidst the Russian invasion and calling for an immediate ceasefire. The vote was 426 in favor, with three votes against by Republican lawmakers. The resolution also states that the House promises to provide significant additional aid and humanitarian relief to Ukrainian refugees fleeing Russia's aggression. Several rescue flights landed in Israel last night, carrying 189 Israelis and Ukrainians, 50 of the latter eligible to immigrate to Israel. A con reporter says the Aliyah candidates chose to go stay with family members in Israel and not a hotel facility that was made available to them. On Sunday, three more rescue flights with some 300 Aliyah candidates are scheduled to land in Israel. Coronavirus, 8,280 new cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result rate of 11 percent. There are currently 510 people hospitalized in serious condition, 190 of them on ventilators. Since the start of the outbreak in Israel, 10,239 people have died of COVID-19-related causes. And finally, at the Jerusalem Biblical Zoo, a 24-year-old worker was lightly hurt while feeding a tiger. She was taken to Hadassah and Karim Hospital for treatment. The weather outlook, windy and much colder, intermittent rain in the north and center, snow possible on the Hermon, hazy in the south, rain and winds tapering off toward evening. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 18, Tel Aviv 19, Haifa 20, Beersheba 18, and in a lot going up to 24 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Rekha, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page. <laughs>